Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And they were like, are you crazy? They looked at my face like, they were not like spit on me. They were like, are you crazy? And they just like fucking walked away. And I was like, no, 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 please. Like, I feel bad. Like, I want to help you some way. Can I like buy you lunch? Like, can we go get McDonald's? Like something. And they just like walked away. And I'm like, thank you so much. Like, bless you guys. And then I come back in the car and I just fucking sob. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Ancy Rancy Podcast. So this is another yearly, monthly podcast I'm dropping in. But today I want to be very raw with you guys. Um, Not like I have not been. I am. But it's like, I think there are a lot of like invisible issues that I deal with behind closed doors that it's just not anyone's business. And it's like pointless of like even talking about it. I'm like, genuinely, it's none of your business. And it's like, you guys will be bored, you know? It's just a lot (laughs) that's going on. And it's like, really hard to push content when you are looking after yourself. I used to like upload three times a week and like on my main YouTube channel and a podcast episode would go out like every week, you know, and I live with my parents and they took care of me and my rent and my car payments and everything in life. And it's so much easier, but like, I gotta miss my parents looking out for me. It's kind of shitty to be an adult. And like, there's just a lot like, I'm like, God, you gotta be like hiring like, I don't know, butlers and chefs and like things like that to like, just be able to function and like create content. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm doing too much, Jesus Christ. But anyway, with that being said, one of the biggest things I was working on is like creating a little like podcast studio for myself. And this is what you're seeing. It's a very whitewashed, but oh my God, look at this professional setup. Like who am I? First of all, I have this like little gold mirror that you'll soon see in my penthouse apartment tour that I plan on uploading next month. It's like, it has literally the home goods like sticker on it. And then this is the couch I got from Value Furniture and it just came in. This took forever to like, you know, ship out. So I'm very excited. This is like my little podcast like area, my little den to create content. So I promise you, such bad false promises. I will I now like to create po- an episode that everyone's like crying for. I could just like come and sit here, turn on the camera and I'm done. Like that's literally what it takes. And so yeah, that's all I'm doing. And I'm going to be like filming like, you know, I'm going to do like story times in like one sitting. I think I'm going to do like a four hour talkity talk and then just like cut them into episodes because that way I can get you like, I can feed you guys. But I'm very excited. Uh, Things would be easier now for me to film content. This studio studio took forever for me to set up. So I'm very excited that um, six months of like furnishing and painting and this and that, all my furniture came in and I'm very excited to create content. Moving on. Today, I want to talk about something insane. I have never talked about this to anybody, friends, family, or anybody else. And I'm like, you know what? I got to go to the internet. You guys fed me, paid my rent. You pay for the lights right now. And I'm like, you know what? You guys deserve to know like the in and outs of my life that I don't particularly like show on the internet or anywhere else. And I feel like there's this whole like thing that, you know, like I get comments sometimes, like I'll get like work done and I'll get comments like humble yourself. And I'm like, why should I? Like, what is this like weird, like obsession with trying to like humble creators on the internet? I will absolutely not humble myself. I think I've done a lot and I don't, I don't see a lot of girls like me and I don't want to humble. I want to like brag. I want to show what you're capable of doing so and X, Y, and Z. But I'm also somebody who does like share my miseries and like things that like 
you know, where I fail and things that happen to me, my health issues, like everyone knows literally what happens from my vag to my mouth, to my teeth and my dental issues. Like I'm pretty much somebody who shares every misery, I think. And it's not for sympathy, but I just want to show you like, hey, if I get like a red Tesla, I'm going to show you like, hey, I have like severe fertility issues that are terrifying. And I want to be very like transparent that way. So I'm not going to be always like trauma dumping, but if bad things happen to me, I will like let people know. But I think that this year I did like genuinely deal with such bad mental health issues, you know, surrounding my fertility and like other mental health issues that I just did not want to talk about it because I just felt like I came up very annoying. Um, but one thing that I did want to talk about is, um, you know, moving to a new country, I did want to say a lot of people just did not know this, but in the Middle East, a lot of things like cannabis uh, products or like, you know, alcohol, it's not like easily accessible. For example, like, yeah, Dubai does like ban a lot of drugs. So that's like out of the picture anyway. But in general, I was just thinking about it, how like I just grew up in a very restrictive city where you just can't get anything in life. Like you just can't just go and, you know, smoke a joint with like a bunch of buds and like you can't just go and buy things like recreational drugs. Any of that is just not like accessible. And I had no like need for it because I haven't tried it. It's not my favorite thing to do. I'd rather spend that $5 on like a McDonald's burger, or, like a lip gloss from like Ulta Beauty. But it's just that like the first I don't wake up every day like, hey, I need to hit a pen or like vape. I have, believe it or not, like I have never smoked cigarettes in my life. Not even shisha. Like I don't smoke anything. And that is huge coming from a city where you find shisha cafes pretty much every Nook and corner, like every single street down, you will see a shisha cafe. There's like, I, I've, I've like, you know, sat with my friends and they're doing shisha and it's like strawberry flavor and grape flavor. It's like so funny. And they're like, no, you should try this. They, they've always given me a pipe and they've like tried to shove it up down my throat. Like you should, you will, I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. I've always been that annoying friend who said no to drugs, no to fun stuff. Like, if I'm going to be honest with you, like, no, I'm not doing that. I have plain anxiety. I'm not going to travel here. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And I hated alcohol. And then I loved alcohol and I hated alcohol. And I'm somebody who did genuinely wait till 21. I waited till 21 to have my first sip of alcohol. So it's kind of like funny. I don't know. But it's like, I'm, I'm not like a goody two shoes girl. Like, it's just that like, you'll get into legal trouble if you try to do things be before your age out of wedlock and things like that. I've been scared of like my culture, my religion. Like I come from a very religious family, uh, religious Christian family. I'm Christian Protestant. So my mom will beat my ass. It's like a little, a little bit of fear from that. My mom being an angry rage freak. And then like the city, it's like everything played part in it, you know? But also I want to say like 50, like I can still like, I, I've traveled to India, America, like New York and stuff. And I could have still done it, things in these cities. I still choose to not do them because I just genuinely have no interest in doing so. But here's the sad part. I've, I've noticed that a lot of people like, you know, they use drugs or like alcohol and a bunch of other things to numb the pain out. So when I have pain, I'm actually sober which is really like sad. <laughs> I told this to my friend, she's like, no, you're not so good. Like, I mean, good for you. You're not drinking it out and like, you know, losing your mind and being depressed. I'm like, no, but it's like so much better to just like drink. Like, like if I'm sad, you would like, if you broke up with your boyfriend, you just like go drink, right? Is it better? No, I mean, I think both is, they're both terrible, but at least like you're getting some alcohol in your system, you're dancing, you're partying, you get like two hours of like, you know, time to just breathe it out and just like, reset and just like be back to your original self. But for me, I would like if any pain I am like facing any, you know, distress, any kind of negativity, you know, in my environment, I will just like be sober and like numb it out in my bed. And it, it sucked. And, you know, this is me. This is how I, this is how I grew up in Dubai. Right. But then I came to America and I live here. And yes, we do have easy access to a lot of crazy things. I'm in like the worst, like it's GTA. It's that type of city. You know, you get access to a lot of things. They are legal and legalized very much. Weapons, whatever, you know. So 
when I first came here to my management, they were like so funny. Like my even my agent, they were all like making fun of me. They're like, this new just like landed in the city. She's going to go a little bit berserk and just like, you know, lose it on drugs and alcohol and this and that. And I just remember like, oh, I'm not going to be that person because I do have extraordinary self-control. If you did not know yet, um, I'm somebody who has learned like the art of detachment. I have learned how to like let go, let, you know, see past things, not hold. I will hold grudges. I'm a woman. Hello. I will hold grudges for an hour, maybe a month. And I genuinely forgive and forget. Like you could have bombed my house and I would have been like, no, I'm going to forgive you in a month. Give me just 30 days and I'll be fine. You know? So it's one of those things that like, I will like forget, forgive. And it's like, I've come to a point that I did end up depending on the green stuff for a month. Like I did it every single day and it was horrible. And I, I, I just, I remember just looking at myself in the mirror like, what the fuck happened to me? Like, what was this? Is it the easy access? What is it? I don't know. I will say I prefer the green stuff over um, alcohol any day simply because it, it just really does calm your anxiety. You know, it's like medicinal that way. But I'm not going to come here and lie to you and tell you like, hey, I did the green stuff to, for medicine purposes. No, like I fully did that to just like, I was looking forward for that forward to it every every day. Okay. And like, I, I'm sure I'm going to get comments like 30 days is not an addiction. Are you insane? Like what's going on? But it's like, it was horrible. I was super unproductive and I wasn't making money, obviously, because I was just like fully on it. Simply because of just like, I miss home. I really miss home. Like, if I'm going to put it that way, it's, it's, I just miss home. I miss my family. And it's just not like, it doesn't make sense for me to just keep flying to Dubai. Like, I can't do that, you guys. 17 hours, it's like, it really affects everything. My schedule, my skin routine, my body routine, everything. But I do want to see my parents. I do miss my family friends, my high school friends. They're all in, in Dubai. And I miss them so much. And it's like, they miss me. And it's like, they're kind of like, we fucking miss you. Like, our life's like shitty without you. And I'm like, my life is shitty without you. But it's like, I am in LA for work and I can't choose. Like it's, I love Dubai. I love America. I love every, all of it. Like I want both. They're, they're both my homes. And like that too, I wanted to say, I don't feel like I belong anywhere, which is one of the hardest things that I have like severe identity issues where I just don't feel like I belong anywhere. And I have like very mean, like cruel people on the internet telling me what I am, who I am and where I belong. And it's like really funny to me. It's like, I was brought up in Dubai my entire life, but you know, I'm Indian and it's like my culture, my food is very Indian, you know, inspired. I went from like an environment where everyone just sounded like me, looked like me, had an accent and just they looked like I could see people like me, like girls who looked like me. And then now I'm in an environment where I don't see that. Like I don't, I don't ever, like I, I was shopping in Walmart one time and I saw, I heard it's like Tamilian family, like straight up Tamilian family. This mom was like talking about buying a Barbie doll, this girl's like crying. And I'm like, what the, like I just like froze for a second. I looked over, I was like, wait, I like recognize you. You are my family. Like I'm, you are me. I'm you. Like you're, you're speaking my language. I haven't, I haven't heard anyone speak Tamil like ever. It blew me away. Like I was just like staring at them. I, I'm sure they thought I was crazy. This was like months ago. That's the first time I've ever heard somebody speak Tamil and it's like not my friend. And I felt like shit. I did like break down. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I broke down because it's like, she's dressed up with like a churidara and like, it reminded me of my mother. I hate my mom. <laughs> if my mom was like next to me, like, yeah, I'm not going to pay attention to her. I have like shit to do. But it's like, oh, fuck, like, you know, the grass is always green on the other side. <laughs> it's like, you know, you live with your mom as a teenager, like, I can't want to get the fuck out. Like, I wanted to date and be a whore. And then my mom's like, no. And then like, now I'm like an adult and I can literally do whatever the fuck I want. I'm like, I miss a mom. I want my mother. You know, it's like the minute you realize your, your mom and like her values and things that she's taught you and you realize how she was looking out for you is when you've genuinely grown up. And it was one of my, one of my things that like, I felt like shit. And it was the time when I was packing up my studio and I was going in and out from cities. Like I was like, do I do Canada? Do I do Dubai? I was like going in and out. And there something happened that month of December. I will maybe one day speak about it. I can't, I, I can actually speak about it in like two months. Okay. There's something legal involved. So just give me two months and I could talk about it. But it's like, 
a lot of things were going on in my life. I was just really depressed. And everyone knows in the winter, December, January, like those months are like the worst months just because it's like winter and like you feel gloomy and it's like it really does affect your mood and like this, if you lack of vitamin D, lack of sunlight, like humans need that. It's all connected. So it's very normal for you to feel very suicidal and depressed with the winter months. But I do kind of like it. It's like Christmas, my birthday. I like it kind of. But, you know, it was one of those days when I was just like really going through it. I was like, shit, like, do I go back to Dubai? But I remember when I was in Dubai, I was like, oh, I'd rather just live in India or like America. And if I'm in India, I'm like, oh, I'd rather just live in Dubai or America. Like, it's like, I, I'm, I can't I can't fucking choose. Like, they're all home to me. At the same time, they are not. Does that make sense? Like, I remember packing up my stuff. I, I went to Walmart to get my boxes, my storage boxes for, to move my studio. And I remember just like packing everything and like putting it in my car. And I, I kept like dropping the boxes. And this Tesla is like parked in front of me, waiting for me to cross like the road. And I'm like, gonna cross. But then he like, he's in the way. And he like pauses for me. And I'm like, no, no, no I'm not going to be able to make it. Like, you should just go. But he's like, no, no, you should walk. I'm like, no, this is embarrassing. And he's like, no, 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 walk. I have my trolley. I'm pushing it, you guys. I'm weak as fuck. Weak hands, weak wrists. I have tendonitis. And I'm moving the cart. And it's like, everything is falling apart. And like, I'm like, picking them, putting it in the cart. Uh, the, my boss, my bubble wrap falls. And I'm picking that up, putting it in. And it's like, so confusing. And I'm so, I'm humiliated. Everyone's watching me. I'm embarrassed. And I remember just being like, oh, I want to, I miss my father. I miss my brother. I wish they were here to help me out. I have no family in America. Obviously, if you're, if you're new here, you're like, oh my God, do you have an aunt here? Nope, no, no, nothing here. And I'm just like struggling. And this like, there was this like Mexican family. Okay. It's like, a, I'm not sure if the sister, brother, mom, boyfriend, they all like, they're kids, mind you, like 16, 15. This guy, like a boy, not guy, boy looks at me and he's like, hey, I'm going to help you. And I'm like, no, you're fine. I'm like five, two, petite, tiny, skinny, whatever. And then I was just like, this is embarrassing. I'm taking help from a six-year-old boy. But he was like, so like, no, no, I'll help you, don't worry. And then like, he gets his brothers. And now it's like, you know, a 22-year-old boy and his girlfriend, his sister, everyone that like, comes in to help me, like an entire Mexican family. I fucking couldn't hold it. And I fully exploded. I'm like shaking as I'm even talking. But it's one of those like stupidest like moments. I was like, so touched. This is what I mean by I love the people of LA. Fuck them influences YouTubers. Don't think, think about them other drugs. But it's like, the people of LA are very like kind-hearted, you guys. Like I'm telling you, they're so kind. Like I... I would not, I, like, no one would give a fuck if I was anywhere in the part of the world. Like, it would be like a man maybe trying to hook up with me and, like, try to hit on me and, like, try to be nice that way. But it's like, what did these kids get? I look at them dead and, I, like, I open up my Tesla and then, like, you know, the, the, I have a frunk, which is, like, a front trunk that opens up and they come in. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, to put the bags in there and it's like things like that. So it's like they're, they're kids and they're like, oh my God. Tesla, it's in red. Oh my god, they have like diamond plates. You're so this is so pretty. And the girls like talking to him, like, yeah, it's like XYZ. And I'm like talking about Tesla. And it's like, it was all happy and chirpy until like they helped me fully load my car. My full car was loaded with boxes and bubble wrap. And then I look at them and I'm like, guys, like I can Venmo, can I Venmo you, please? Can I sell you? And it's like an app that you use to send money to people. You don't need a bank account for it. So I'm like, everyone has it in America. So I'm like, can I sell you? Can I Venmo you? Like, I don't mind it. And they were like, are you crazy? Like, look at my face. Like, they want to like spit on me. They were like, are you crazy? And they just like fucking walked away. And I was like, no, 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 please. Like, I feel bad. Like, I want to help you some way. Can I like buy you lunch? Like, can we go get McDonald's? Like something. And they just like walked away. And I'm like, thank you so much. Like, bless you guys. And then I come back in the car and I just fucking sobbed. And it's like, 
it's like one of those, I think it's start of the winter, but I was just like, I sobbed because I'm like, fuck, I miss my family so much. But however, I did get like a moving company and they did help me, but they didn't help me with everything. So I did like struggle a lot. I have moved like five times in the five, like past five years. I have not lived in an apartment more than a year. So um, I don't like to show a lot money too with the moving and packing, but it's one of those things where I was just like really upset and I started getting into like the green stuff. Um, I do have, it's like the vape pen. It's the, you know, the most least affecting to your lungs, I want to believe. It's what I tell myself. But every day to put myself to sleep and every day to just like feel good about myself, I was using it just to like look for something in the night. Like I was like looking forward to something, you know, that's the word. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't want to go to sleep sad or upset with an empty bed. I, at that point, you know, I wasn't seeing anybody. I didn't have a crush, a boyfriend, none of that. And I have friends, but it's like, you know, family is something else. Family is something else. I can have, I have so many friends in America that I did in Dubai ever, but it's like, they cannot like ever complete the void that I have from missing just my mother's scent and my father's like presence. And like, I have a actually a functional family, believe it or not. I have a brother who believes me and like punches me in the face. And I have a sister who pulls my tails and steals my makeup, a cousin, cousin, sister. So I have a mom who actually like cooks me meals and feeds me and cuts me fruits. Like one thing about like South Asian and Middle Eastern moms, they're so funny. They like just cut you like fruits. Like you remember, hello, like what? I could literally be like, mom, um, I have like six days left to live. And she'll be like, I'm going to cut you some fruits. I'm just like, she'll just like give it to me. And I'm like, okay, like who fucking asked for this again? So it's like the little things you start like missing and like you realize that like family is everything and family is amazing. But also I'm an adult. I'm fully 25, 25 and a half. I'm 26 in like four months, five months, seven months. But it's like, I can't live with my mom. Like, I can't like, yeah, I talk to her every fucking, every freaking night. Like I, I FaceTime her. I see her face. I see my dad's face. But it's like, it's different. But it's like, I could go right now to Dubai and hang out with them. But it's at every three, six month mark, it kills me. I've noticed a pattern. That's why I go to Dubai like every three months. Every three months, like it hits me. Like, oh, I need, I need to see my family. And family is not just my family, family. It's the freaking bunnies. Those are my grandkids. No, they were my children. Those are my children. My bunnies, Lely, Lubab, like everything in Dubai is family to me. So for a long time, I did feel very isolated, very, but you will never know that. Obviously, like, what am I going to keep trauma dumping on every, like every day? I'm like a clown, a comedian. A comedian can never be sad, right? A clown can never be sad. A clown can never just like, like people are on my channel, like when I'm making people laugh, but it's like when I have a sad thing going on, it's like, she's boring now. We don't fucking like her. And it's like a comedian will always have to be a comedian, which sucks. And I remember just feeling like complete shit and... I just like stopped like trauma dumping or even talking with my issues. And that kept, that made me keep things to myself. And it's like, I'm just using and using. I, I used it like morning and night, morning and night for 30 days straight. I lost a lot of weight. I started having like a lot of back pains and like my muscles were very weak. It, it affects everything. I'm 25. Like this is when you're taught, like this is the time when your body just starts to wear off. So I'm like cooking and cleaning and I'm like editing, but it's like, I'm not eating. I'm not freaking eating. And I would do the stuff and then I am eating if you didn't know, the green stuff just makes you very hungry. So the night I would just like binge eat. And it's not a good stuff. You think I'm eating vegetables and broccoli? I'm eating like junk, junk Cheetos, Oreos. And it's like expired freaking junk food from like seven years ago in my cabinet. And it's like, because you're hungry in the middle of the night, that's like the munchies you eat. So it was like really bad. Um, junk food is just not good for you. Processed shit in America is 75 times worse than anything else. I could eat like mud from like India and Dubai. I think I will survive. I'll be fine. But the processed food in America is really bad. I love them though, because it's so fucking tasty. <laughs> so it's like very in and out. I was just like, what is going on with my life right now? And, you know, I started using it. And then, you know, I would just hit the pen. And a pen, pen is very easy. You just carry it anywhere you go. So I just kept, you know, I had it with me everywhere. Toilet, I'm taking it with me. Kitchen, I'm taking it with me. And uh, just one hit and I'm buzzed. Like, I'm not somebody who has to like sit and just do it 10 times, you know, one freaking hit and I'm good. 
again, I not I don't know how to smoke and I did not know how to smoke. Like, you know, people are teaching me and I've learned things and I'm trying new things. I'm in like a city. I'm in the country of Frida. And <laughs> then, and well, um, but I, I do have excellent self-control. So I did like wake up one day and I'm like, fuck my identity issues. What is going on? I just want to be human. Can I just get like, can I just, damn, it got cut off. I don't know what I was saying. But to say the least, um, I have like excellent self-control and I was able to like get out of that sticky situation. I would not hope that on anybody, honestly. It was like one of, one of the most traumatizing like months or like eras for me. It's like, yeah, I have an Indian passport, but I grew up in Dubai only. But then I'm living in only America right now. And it's just that I don't know how to cope. And I was just like, let me just depend on like, let me on drugs, which was not good. Um, and then I kept telling myself, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that. I've never done any of that before 25. So let me just have fun now. It's when you make such stupid, absurd excuses. You're like, yeah, this is when, you, you know, you've, you've lost control. Get back on track. And it's like one of those things that I want to talk about, you know, in general. It's like, I do have my periods where I just keep going in and out. It's like I'm obsessed with alcohol for a second. And then I'm just like, God, alcohol here is so bad. I'm never going to touch it again. And then I get out of it. And then I get in, in it again. And it's like a lot of back and forth. But for now... I am, I think, the best like mental health I have been in a very long time. I want to say since this year started, it's it's gotten a little bit better. I have really amazing people in life and I don't know how to like navigate this. It's not even about like creating content to make other people happy. I have done that for seven years now and I do think that it's time that I put myself first and see what I like the most and what makes me happy every day. Like I, I love Adderall. Don't get me wrong. I have severe ADHD as you can see the speed that I'm talking in. It's just that like, yeah, a lot of people figured this out though. She was like, they were like, why is she not funny anymore? What is going on? Why is her content not the best anymore? It's simply because when I'm on Adderall, my creativity is done. Like I have no personality. I'm a zero, like I'm, a, I'm nothing. I have nothing to bring in, no opinions, no add-ons. The craziness just disappears, you know, like ADHD is um, a, a form of like autism too. So it's like all of it gets fixed in one sitting and it's like, I, have no, I don't have anything to bitch about or like comment on. I'm like, do my makeup. I'm just like, I am using a blue shadow and everyone's like, what's going on? Um, it's, you know, that and the recreational drugs and it's like this and it was just horrible. And I haven't done any like actual like drug, drug, you know, like the crazy stuff in LA. Like I don't plan to like, that scares me, but it's like the green stuff, like everyone does it. Everyone's available, accessible, you know, whatever. And I wanted to give it a try too. Like people in India do it. People everywhere I know does it. And you know, there are memes and like everyone just talks about it. it's like the best, like, alcohol replacement so I'm just like oh I want to see what it is and it started that way and then it just ended really bad and yeah I, I didn't like myself at that period but um you know it's gotten better and I have my different personalities too that come and go when I'm like mentally ill <laughs> and then yeah but basically from like what's uh last year fall like during the Canada time like it's when I got into Adderall and I got into this recreational like doing vaping and whatnot and not nicotine though that's disgusting everyone who smokes cigarettes is a whore and yeah that then I just like did not have like love to create content anymore because the creativity is out like ADHD people are fucking smart like autistic people are fucking smart we're so creative but that all just like goes away when you fix yourself with meds so it's like do I choose meds numb myself out be happy and be content in my own way or do I just have to not be on meds please other people please everyone else and just be miserable of how I just don't feel like I belong anywhere and I'm sure I've seen the nicest comments ever like hey like we kind of miss your Dubai videos and it's like this and that and I know you do but it's like it just doesn't make sense for me to be working in that city it just doesn't help me a lot like it does the city you know any like you don't have to be in LA to be a YouTuber but it does help me in other like parts of my life you know so that's why I prefer it like that's simply what why what it is you know and I don't know if LA is going to be my forever home I've said this before I, I love like 
snow like Aspen or New York or like something different one day. But it's like, I got to be here. I got to be away from my family. And I have such like health, unhealthy, like attachment issues with my parents, I think, that they have looked after me. It's a very normal thing in South Asian, Middle Eastern culture. They look after you. So it's like very hard to detach and leave. So, you know, it, it's like now I'm like looking at myself like Nancy, there's just like no, like I can't go back to Dubai every time I'm depressed or sad or upset or like I have to make somebody else happy. I got to like stay here because this is my life in L.A., I'm like an actual adult, like working a proper nine to five. I have rent. Like that is insane to me. I'm a 98 baby. And it's just like, what? I'm paying my bills. What are you talking about? So it's like, it is a, a moment for the 90s babies being like, wow, we're actually 25, you guys. That's like half a month of their life. I'm going to get a lot of comments like, you're wrong, young, don't worry. I'm like, no, girl, I don't want to hear that. But it's like, yeah, I thought of just coming here and talking about like my issues in general. It's like, I do have severe identity issues and I've always had them because I just never felt like I belonged into anything. And I don't even want those quirky girls like I'm so different. It's like, no, I'm mentally fucking ill. Hello, everyone's like mentally healthy in ways. And I am just not. Like, I wish I could just like create content where it's just like slow paced and normal. And it's like, I, I, I feel like I'm pathetic and miserable. And it's like, that is my content, my miserable self. So it's like a way that I'm trying to find to make peace with it. And I think I have in a way where I have to just accept the ups and downs in life. And one thing a person once told me like changed my life. And it was like, life is like sufferings. Like it's full of just sufferings to you guys. It's different things, but it's sufferings. And the thing with life is that you experience, it's all about experiences. It's not about a milestone. So it's like, you can't, like I used to have the milestone in my head. Like I want to hit 100,000 subs. I want to hit a million, then five, then 10 million. I want to have 100,000 in my account, then 200, half a million. I want to have 10 million in my account. We do have these like horrible milestones because based on social media, if everyone's doing these like, I got married at 22. I have twins at 25. You're like, oh, when's my, my, me then? But what, what about me? Hello, my milestone. But it's like, that's not like the, the, the way to like live life. And it blew me away. I was just like, you're right. It's the experiences. It's not about me hitting 100,000 subs. It's about what got me there. The videos that I filmed, the funny content. I took $200 for a sponsorship. Who am I? Okay, come, calm down. Jeff Bezos making money at a young age. But it's like, look at where I'm at right now. Like, I don't charge that anymore. So it's like, it's a big milestone. It's a huge thing that I've experienced. And it's like amazing. So it's like, you want to like pat yourself in the back every day. And one thing that like actually helps with your mental health, which is the, the quirkiest thing I've ever said, I'm going to ever say, gratitude journal. Please bomb me right now. Please find my IP address and bomb me. A gratitude journal. It's like, a little journal that you write about things that make you happy. Like as soon as you wake up, you're like, things that make me happy. So it could be like your rabbit. It could be your mom. You could be your toenail. You just write it down. It just like has a better start for your day. And the worst thing that I would do is like check my phone. I also have a phone addiction. Like I like fully had tendonitis in my hand because I scrolled on my phone. I was on TikTok. I had no friends, no family, no love, nothing in America. I would just sit and scroll all day, all night. And then it hit me. I'm like, Ansi, go make friends. Go like experience life. And I... I've, I've, I've tried doing that and it's, it's life changing. I do want to say like now in life, it's a little bit different. I'm able to balance things. I'm not on Adderall anymore. I used to be on every other day. I do it like once a week now for work. Like if I have to edit a video, I'm like lazy. The 80s, she kicks in. I have laundry, dirty dishes. I take it. And the green stuff, I did cut off cold turkey. I kind of sneaked it in last week on accident. Not an accident. I knew what I was doing, but I'm slowly like healing myself, doing things one by one. And I do want to get back to making YouTube my main con, like my main thing. It used to be TikTok, like, you know, TikTok and then Insta, TikTok and then YouTube is like one upload a day, a one upload a month, a one upload a year. And then like, I really want to get back to my old routine and just like understand like, I'm going to miss my family. I'm going to miss Dubai. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm missing home. And it's, I'm, I know I'm hitting the three month mark now. Uh, kind of, you know, as you're seeing this, it's three months and it's like, it's always the three months, man. I miss it. I want to go back. I, I, it just doesn't make sense. But we'll see.
Thank you guys so much for tuning in to my podcast episode. I am available everywhere on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube videos, everywhere. Subscribe to my YouTube with Auntie Twinkle. And I will see you guys in my next podcast episode. Bye.